This is a Tech Bytes podcast from the Packet Pushers. And on today's show, sponsor Palo Alto Networks, we're talking with Kuma Ramachandran, who's the SVP of SD-WAN products. Now, you might remember Cloudgenics and Kuma from previous podcasts. We even did some live events together, which may, may have resulted in dancing on top of a bar in a Las Vegas casino. But... That's a story for another time. Today's story is all about how Palo Alto Networks has acquired CloudGenix's SD-WAN portfolio and they're beginning to merge them together. So what we wanted to do is get Kumar to sort of talk a little bit about the, the CloudGenix difference and then how that CloudGenix SD-WAN product is evolving under the Palo Alto banner. So Kumar, welcome back to the Packet Pushes. It's been a while. Has the hangover receded from our from our last get-together? Uh, the pre-COVID world uh, seems like uh, an age away. Mm. I, I absolutely can't wait uh, to get together once, uh, once again with you guys. And uh, it's been an absolute whirlwind. Yeah. Right? I think we started CloudGenix seven years ago, early 2013. The great news is some of the big architectural principles we laid out back then uh, as things that, that are essential for solving the problems over the course of the next decade, uh, they continue to be very strong and very important. Right. right? I think you, know, you and I, we've had many conversations about these three things, app-defined, autonomous, and cloud-delivered, right? right? And you know, I'll start with the app defined. You know, Greg, I think you, you have uh, oftentimes called out the fact that in networking, it's become fashionable to throw this uh, app-centric, app-defined, or some a little bit of app polishing. It's all the rage. It's like a little black dress. You know, just got to have one. <laughs> Listen, that'll have to wait for the next time we're at Vegas. But, you know, what we did all the way back in 2013 was we truly built a layer three through layer seven system. Right. And at that time, nobody thought it possible to do in software. Uh, we partnered with Intel and at line rate, we built a layer three through layer seven system. And it literally hasn't existed uh, hmm. at that time or even now in the networking industry at all. What that's done is it's truly allowed the mapping of applications and networks to cease being a manual affair. And as the application delivery model has become very heterogeneous, cloud, SaaS, internet, data center, and in this true hybrid world model, that has proven uh, extremely important to our customers to dramatically simplify things. So you're, yeah, what you're highlighting there is the fact that CloudGenix was one of the first SD-WAN companies to really focus on the app, not the packet or the flow. Because at the time, the first generations of SD-WAN were saying, it's about the flow. We can load balance flows. We can, And very quickly, it became obvious that it wasn't the flows that mattered. It was the application because you don't steer. You want the application to be load balanced or up. You want the application to have performance. You're not trying. The purpose of the network is to carry packets, sure. But what the experience is, is what the user experiences in the app. And you were one of the first people to get there. That's exactly right. In fact, the uh, almost all the other SD vans, even today, they uh, operate at the packet level, not at the flow level, right? Mm. And uh, operating at the application flow, application session level, uh, traffic engineering against it, it simply it ensures that you're delivering the best user experience. It also ensures that uh, you're not creating uh, a network where the entropy is very high, right? Mm. The analogy I like to give is uh, if you've ever driven in Mumbai traffic, where I grew up, uh, or every little every car is making its own decision, right? Yeah. The road signs, traffic lights, they're all a suggestion, not a mandate. Uh, and if you have application traffic being sent that way, uh, invariably you end up in in uh, in traffic jams, in suboptimal networking. 
when you actually have an end-to-end understanding of the best possible paths and you're able to operate at the application session level, it's dramatically different. So where does the autonomous creep in? Because this is something that I, I'm not entirely sure that I understand how Cloudgenics would bring that to market. Yeah, and there's, there's a capability that uh, I'm just very, very excited about. Uh, you, you know, seven years ago when we built the app-defined model, we also said we need to capture 100% of metadata about every application session, every flow that ever goes through our system. We built out this highly optimized data lake in the cloud and then uh, we were running uh, classic uh, statistical algorithms, right? Correlations, regressions, et cetera, hmm. to find uh, insights and patterns. About two and a half years ago, we invested in a machine learning engine. Right. Originally, it was uh, early on, it was an unsupervised learning engine, but we quickly found that the convergence times, right? Because the trick is to get to a high confidence interval on the output. Yeah. And yeah. found that uh, migrating to a supervised learning engine while it takes more effort and investment from us, it just resulted in much faster convergence for a wide variety of use cases. So I'll give an example. So let's say you have a network choke point, right? You have 100 branches trying to access uh, the data center or let's say a resource in the cloud. If that connection into the cloud has congestion, uh, a typical traditional system, if it has alarms and alerts and monitoring, it'll say, hey, all 100 of my branches are starting to alert about the layer three network. If you have application level alarms, you'd have all 100 branches alerting you on that. So you're going to have 200, 300 alarms uh, for one real root cause event. Uh, what we do is our algorithm tries to find that root cause event automatically. Right. And then we advertise that, hey, here's the root event. Here's the blast radius of that root event. So now as an administrator, you get rapid time to problem resolution. And then you can use that information in automatically traffic engineering and correcting uh, issues around it. So you're not just simplifying autonomous to automated failover of paths. So, you know, your SD-WAN, your load balancing across internet, or you're not autonomously detecting a brownout in the internet and then failing over or, you know, attempting to optimise the app. You're actually talking here about the monitoring or the visibility tooling that sits above the SD-WAN and is saying... Right, so you're yeah, not. Right. So you're actually saying you're much more of a visibility tool now as well. So you're not just saying, yeah, yeah, SD WAN, multiple paths, route packets, encrypted overlay, blah blah blah. You're also saying we brought machine learning with a supervised model. There's a big difference between supervised and unsupervised. We probably can't dive into why, uh, but the main one is that with supervised, you're actually spending real money on getting the outcomes. Right. But it it sounds of- like the autonomy part here is also about taking all of those layers of alerts and figuring out what the root cause is and just delivering the root cause as opposed to, as you mentioned, hundreds and hundreds of alerts. That's the autonomous part that you can do that sort of first layer of troubleshooting or investigation to help speed problem resolution. That's that's exactly right, right? Because uh, when you think about it, uh, of course, you know, SD-WAN has to provide active, active uh, and being able to traffic engineer in real time. And we do use our algorithms against that. Mm. But uh, in addition to that, the reality is as customers have been deploying solutions at scale, day two operations uh, is the big load on the enterprise. You know, the the reality is oftentimes as uh, IT vendors, we love to talk about zero touch deployment, day one deployment, ease of use. Mm. And the reality is day one deployment is exactly that, one day. 
Whereas <laughs> uh, yeah. your day two operations is the next five years. So well, I think it's, it's fascinating in the time that we've been talking to each other uh, over the last eight, nine years. It's funny how we started off talking about day zero. What do we want to sell? And we wanted to sell this SD-WAN, you know, using – and then we started talking about the ease of deployment. We started talking about day one. And now we're years into the progress of SD-WAN and we're focused on day two. Because yeah, yeah. You, you, and you're spot on. I think it's the it's it's uh, you're tracking out very well the mm-hmm. maturity and evolution of the market because you know now we have uh, uh, customers deploying thousands and tens of thousands of our devices uh, in a single environment, and we're seeing that accelerate with COVID, right? Because with COVID, one of the things we've seen is that in addition to the branch, our expectations are the home office also performs really well. And we have customers who take our devices, uh, and I'll talk about some of the newer devices they come out with, uh, but we have home devices. Mm-hmm. And you think about the scale uh, that IT now has to manage, making sure that you have a system that has enormous day two operational ease of use is so important in addition to the day zero deployment. So is this where the, that cloud delivered pillar comes in as pillar number three in terms of day two operations? Absolutely, right? I think it complements uh, app-defined and autonomous very, very well, where when we look at the branch office and the home office now, uh, it's not only about SD-WAN, right? You're trying to deliver security. You have to enable UCAS. You have to enable cloud access. You have to enable date to operational capabilities. And I think the old model of trying to deploy hardware or even NFV, those are all very complex. If you can enable best of breed cloud capabilities to be delivered to the branch or the home without needing any additional hardware or software, that's very powerful. And that's why we built this platform called Cloud Blades. And it also integrates with Prisma Access, which is Palo Alto's own cloud-delivered security solution. And interestingly enough, uh, we were uh, working with various customers deploying the complete solution and that was a trigger for the acquisition too. Okay. That's what I always thought must have happened. You must have been customers trying to get the two work together and that one thing led to another. So let's talk a little bit about what's happened to you since you've been joined with Palo Alto. You've got some new appliances. Let's quickly dive into what they are. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I think, you know, one thing we've done uh, is that post-acquisition, we've actually, we've uh, close to double the size of uh, uh, our, some of our engineering teams. And uh, the, the focus is really on ensuring that the pace of innovation only increases, doesn't uh, uh, have any adverse impact because you're not part of a larger organization. We just have access to such a rich set of resources. There's two or three big things we released recently. Mm-hmm. The very first is we put out new appliances, ION 1000, ION 9000. The ION 1000 is a beautiful device. It's barely two iPhones in size. You can use it in small retail. You can also use it at the home. Greg, it looks beautiful on your tea table. Uh, it, it, uh, <laughs> it, it brings in all the power of our security, of our SD-WAN capabilities. I'm able to time out my daughter's uh, browsing of her quote-unquote school work on Netflix <laughs> uh, and just ensure that my home experience with the network. It is kind of pretty. I'm looking at a picture here. It, it's not, uh, I'm not sure if it's lovely is the word, but it's it's kind of pretty. If you know, so yeah, that is, and it's unusual because it's small. It's uh, this sort of Raspberry Pi type box idea. That's exactly right. It's fanless, it's quiet, uh, it mm. truly, you know, fits in with the home infrastructure. And the ION 9000 is an absolute monster. Mm. Uh, that one chugs 10 gig, uh, GBPS of uh, throughput. 
Uh, and the reason we put it out is really two big use cases. Hmm. One is, uh, you know, we've always focused on enterprise and customers who have all the way from small branches to very large uh, uh, campus-like environments and uh, making sure that if your large large branch campus environment needs SD-WAN, you can deploy it. And then as all these home devices proliferate, you just need higher scale in your data center, right? So rather than deploying uh, more devices, uh, a couple of Ion 9000s uh, are able to handle a very yeah. large fan out network. Yeah, we're seeing all of the SD-WAN companies get to scale. I think this is a sign that SD-WAN is being adopted by very large companies and you need these very large appliances to collapse thousands of SD-WAN edge devices in a meaningful way. That's right. That's exactly right. And and that's why I think, uh, you know, with that uh, scale on on the device, it's just as important to focus on these autonomous capabilities because it's one thing to bring in all these, to say that that has a large scale. Uh, It's another thing to say that the manageability is dramatically simple. Yeah. And that's where... uh, We've released some of these new ML capabilities where literally the day two operational alerting, monitoring, we put a lot of focus on it. And I think many of your technical uh, members in the audience, uh, when they get a chance, we put out some videos, right? When they get a chance to look at it, I think they'll be pretty excited, right? Uh, Us uh, networking people, we can be a strange bunch that get excited about day two operational simplification. And I'm certainly one of them. Of course, the last thing we wanted to talk about here is the integration with Prisma Access. Now, Prisma Access is the security capability that Palo Alto has been built in. It's a combination of malware detection engines, threat detection engines, a range of heuristic tools. I guess the answer here is that you've folded that into the SD-WAN product as well. Yeah, so what we've done is, uh, so I'm responsible now for both Prisma Access and CloudGenix, and together they form our SASE solution, right? We have undoubtedly the industry's best and most comprehensive SASE solution because you take best of breed cloud genetics, best of breed security with Palo Alto and Prisma Access, and we brought them together. So you pretty much come to your branch, you express your, on the cloud genetics portal, you can specify your policies and it fluidly connects into Prisma Access. So you get the full security stack without deploying an additional device or additional hardware or software. Yeah, you just have to have an SD-WAN edge and then a firewall. It's all there in one box. So I want to quickly, just before we go, there must be more coming in the future, Kumar. We must be at the edge of um, new things because all of this stuff is pretty exciting. I think the ML is probably the most interesting. What's going to happen in the next phase? What should customers be thinking about when they start talking to CloudGenics? Yeah, I think uh, the big thing is about data. Right, I think we're seeing a lot of transformation because of data. We're combining uh, edge information, uh, middle mile information, uh, security information, all of that into uh, using that information to deliver your network and security infrastructure. So uh, I think the transformation to SASE is real. Mm. We have thousands of uh, uh, remote offices running our complete SASE solution. And uh, just a lot of investment around CloudGenix and Prisma Access on that front. Well, unfortunately, that's about all we've got time for today, Kuma. Thanks for coming on the show and thanks for giving us your time and thanks for sponsoring us because without sponsors, we couldn't do this. You, you can find many more podcasts like this on the Packet Pushes Network at packetpushes.net. If people want more information, you should head over to paloaltonetworks.com slash cloudgenix. There's a whole site there of SD-WAN products. And in particular, there's a free trial. So if you actually want to see more about how the Cloudgenix product works and do that suck it and 
see before you actually commit to the next phase, maybe before you get a salesperson getting on your case, go over and start the free trial. Now, that's at start.paloaltonetworks.com slash cgx-free-trial.html, probably the best way to get a hold of that URL. So get over to packetpushes.net and see the show notes related to today's show. As always, you can find out more on Twitter, was at Packet Pushes. Find us on LinkedIn, like us on Facebook and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but never, ever least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.